What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. It's Denise Salcedo, and I'm super excited to bring you this interview for today. My guest is none other than the very gorgeous, very talented MLW superstar, Selena De La Renta. What's up, Selena? Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm doing, doing well, I'm doing well. Yeah, I love that, you know, I was so excited to bring you on. Uh, we got to meet at Expo Lucha, and I remember when I saw you, I was just like, oh my god this woman is just gorgeous like up front like you know in person oh, thank you so much That's yes. so no and you know obviously i'm very fond of everything that you have been able to accomplish in your career in wrestling especially not only just being a woman but being a latina so kind of like going out there and taking it by the horns and uh, doing what you do best, I think is pretty awesome. So that's why I wanted to kind of bring you on here and talk about your career today. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get started. I have to know, why did you decide to pursue a career in wrestling? Well, um, first of all, thank you for having me. I wanted, <laughs> to, say, I wanted to say something, but you know, I, I didn't yeah. want to cut you off. No worries, no um, worries. I decided that I wanted to pursue pro wrestling because I felt like it fit the most with my personality. Like I am very much into performing arts and anything that has to do with sports. Like when I was in school, I remember trying out for soccer, volleyball, like anything. I, I wasn't good, but I tried out, you know, and <laughs> sometimes I did get in the team and got to wear the the uniform and look cute but I never really made it to the team and but I did run and I was pretty good at that and then I did singing dancing modeling acting I was trying to do it all and until like I found what I wanted to do for real and I moved to Florida to study film and I was going to college for screenwriting and taking all my classes and I came across the reality TV show because I, I was writing an assignment about it and I came across Total Divas and I was like, oh, wow, well, <laughs> this, is, this is a different world. <laughs> I knew about wrestling like word of mouth and like right. I had seen some stuff. It's not like I was completely clueless, but I, you know, I didn't know that much. And then I got onto the show and decided that I kind of looked like the divas I was like hmm I, I I don't understand like I feel like I fit in and it's a, it, it was a new world for me but I, I wanted to try it out and I started researching found school near me and I decided to go try it out took a bump and I decided well this is it I'm gonna wow. be doing this you know I kind of got chills when you were saying that because it sounded to me like you were a very well-rounded person like you were always trying different things and you know they say that in order to find your passion or where you really belong in life you have to try different stuff and right. it's like it's one thing to like watch you know the women do it on tv or total divas in your situation but it's a whole other thing to go out there and go to a wrestling school and take a bump like that takes a lot of like it takes a lot of balls to be honest oh, thank you <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I've just always been like that, like very driven. And if I see an opportunity, okay, I'm like, well, what's the worst that can happen? The best exactly. thing is they say yes. So why so not? When you got to wrestling school, obviously this is a new world for you. Uh, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced? Well, I would say that at first it wasn't really that hard. Mainly, I didn't know anything about wrestling. That was like a, definitely a challenge. Um, it was 
identifying what a heel was, a baby face, what a lockup was. Um, I, I, I had to learn everything. And it, and it didn't come from me growing up watching it. It was like more of, I had to study, <laughs> figure it out. Otherwise, nobody was going to take the time and explain it to me. But I would say that I caught on to it like really easy. And the hardest part for me was like years, like about a year into my career, I broke my leg. Oh my God. Oh my God. How was that for you? Because I can imagine like that must have been really heartbreaking. Yeah, it was terrible. Like the first time it snapped, I was just kind of new in the business and barely making money from it. So it's not like I had a bunch of money like stacked up ready for me to pay for surgery. So it was one one of those. And I decided to stay wrestling no matter what. And I kept going back to my bookings, wrestling with a broken leg. And it snapped like four other times. And the last time I had to go to the hospital, not to the hospital, I went to the doctor. And because my leg was crooked all the way to the side. And I knew I needed surgery. And he was like, yep, let's schedule it for like a week from now. And I went ahead and did that. And then... I that's how I got into MLW because they needed a manager or somebody to like talk or maybe throw some shirts yeah <laughs> and I was like yeah yay, I'll do anything <laughs> that's so crazy and it's funny because you mentioned that you broke you break your leg four times that at a certain point where you like maybe I shouldn't do this anymore and what did your family think about all of this Honestly, like my mom has, my mom is probably the most supportive person in the world. So if she, if I said, I'm going to go wrestle with a broken leg, she would be like, okay, don't break the other one. Just don't break it. And, and she would be like really concerned, but she couldn't, she doesn't have like the heart to, to break my heart and tell me don't keep pursuing your dreams. So she, the fact that she was supportive helped me because literally everyone else was like, nah, you just gotta quit wrestling. You just have to. And I was like, no, like, I love it. I can't quit. Yeah. Just because I broke my leg, like, (laughs) hello, do you know the sport? It's just my leg after all, right? (laughs) I mean, no, no, it's not that it's just my leg. It is my leg. Yeah. But if I had, I I did consider everything. Like, I'm not saying, you know, there's people that make different choices. So I apologize if anybody's offended. But when it came to my health, I thought, even if I need a prosthetic leg, I will be a prosthetic leg celebrity. Like, I don't care. I'll rock it. It's, it is what it is. Like, and I'll make it extra dope. I'll make it look like robotic <laughs> and like cool. So people want to see it. I'll be like the girl with the robo leg or something, like anything. I don't care. So I, I was, think everyone I was, would have known down. you. That's so yeah. wild. That's so cool though. And I like the fact that, you know, you mentioned that your mom, cause it's very easy for moms to have that talk with you and be like, you know what, honey, I don't think this is a path that you should be going through. But the fact that she obviously didn't want to be the person to tell you no to chase your dreams, I think is, it's pretty cool yeah. uh, to do that. So you get brought into MLW and what was that experience like for you? Well, first, I had a broken leg, so when I'm coming in, I'm thinking, damn, okay, I got to talk, and I can't let these people know that my leg is broken. Oh, so they didn't know at this point? Um, They knew I had some problem with my leg, but they didn't know I couldn't walk. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. <laughs> you know, I, they thought I tore my ACL or what I told them, but I didn't go into de- detail. 
and they said, can you get, can you get a business suit? And I'm like, hell yeah. And I'm sure they thought something sexy, like a skirt or something. And I show up with long pants covering my leg because it's crooked. <laughs> and I had the cane and everything. And the cane helped me because it gave me like that, like gangster presence. And everybody was like, as soon as I got there, I was like, oh, so she is in charge. And it wasn't even like a thing where anybody told me I was in charge. It was one of those things that now my presence spoke for itself and people were like asking me for permission to do some things. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm, oops, <laughs> you're oops. fine, you're fine. <laughs> we yeah. allow cursing on the show, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So I was just like, why are people like asking me? Like, what? But I guess like that started like the locker room rumor uh, that I was in charge and then court like learned about it and was like well maybe we should put you in charge after all you are doing it and I was like yeah hooray <laughs> and then like, it just came it's funny how like things Everything. just sort of fall into place yeah it was sort yeah. of like meant for you to have that you know happening for you so mm -hmm. now in 2019 you became the first ever Latina to executive produce a professional wrestling show on American television with MLW Fusion Tell us about that and what did that mean for you? Well, that was an amazing experience because like I said, I'm very into performing arts and I moved here to wanting to study film and become to become a TV director. And I always was like writing different ideas for shows. Like I was like, ooh, maybe a loser leaves town match. Maybe we should do this, maybe we should do that. And writing every single thing down and bringing it to court without realizing that I'm just doing what a director does like just do research and want to produce the show and he was like this is hmm at first he didn't say anything and I was kind of offended that he didn't <laughs> I was like wow well some people tell me I have good writing and stuff like whatever but you're he like, didn't you're, say anything you're like he's just, he's just ghosting me now at this point <laughs> Legit. and another day he was like Hey, Selena, you said you wanted to send me something. I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, send it. I sent some stuff again. I hear nothing. And then a few, I would say like weeks after, he's like, hey, about that pitch. Um, how about you producing an episode with MLW? And I was like, what? Are, what? <laughs> like for real me? Like produce the whole thing? And he was like, yeah. He's like, just we just need like, to sit down and talk about like how you would do it and we can figure everything out I'm sure and he let me pick like music like colors catering um it was like whose match I was gonna have that night who can come in who couldn't uh which was funny um because I could I could literally do whatever I wanted I had a list of people who couldn't come in Wow. <laughs> what was your favorite? So obviously you're given lots of duties for this. What was your favorite thing where you're like, oh, I could, I could see myself doing this like more than once. Okay. I would say that the night, the night of the show, we had to be at the ring truck and that's the where like, there's a bunch of um, monitors mm -hmm. and we have like earpieces and we get to talk to the whole production team and everybody that's like near the ring and you know to communicate right and right. uh so my favorite part would be getting to see the whole show come together like the same it was it never comes out the way you picture it though like 
I had some ideas of things that were going to go this way, but they look so much better. And then like living that moment, seeing people react. I, I only do it for the crowd's reactions. Like that's, that's the reward to my performance. And this time it wasn't just my performance. It was my show. And when everybody was like shouting, screaming, saying this was the best episode, the ratings like were going crazy. It's just, it's a great feeling. And then I was getting interviewed about this and my following started growing. And it seemed like what seems like such a small deal to me, it wasn't a small deal. Right. It just didn't seem as big as it turned out to be. Yeah. And it's crazy because I think that some of your best moments, you're like, I'm just, you know, I'm just going with the flow. I'm just doing what I can, taking opportunities as I go. But then like the bigger picture is like, girl, like you just did this. Like we need to like, you like really mm -hmm. commemorate that moment. And I remember like when that happened and people were talking about it and, you know, obviously people are discovering you. I just remember thinking like, this is so cool that again, not just a woman, but a Latina as well, that is able to have an opportunity like this. And I think that even now, like we're starting to see more Latinas come forward, you know, with stuff that you're doing, we're seeing Zelina Vega do incredible stuff. So I think that little things like this, that you guys have been doing, Melissa Santos as well. Um, things that you all have been doing have really been putting uh, putting us looking like a lot better. That's what I'm trying to say. It's it's mm -hmm. look, things are looking <laughs> really good for us. So in terms of that, do you still want to do more behind the scenes work, specifically like what you did when you were running the show? Well, absolutely. You know, like whatever opportunity comes, I want to you know just grasp and take it. But I've been working really hard on my on-screen character and you know, uh, I just can't take from that time either, you know? So I've been, try I've been trying to just dedicate more time to my in-ring persona and my in-ring character as a wrestling personality again. And speaking of that, you've been able to manage guys like Loki, Phoenix, Alley Park in MLW. Uh, and you've also been able to work with Conan as well and be a focal point as well on the show. Uh, what has that experience been like for you, especially with working with like all of these people who are legends in the business? Well, like you said, they're obviously legends and it, it is obviously an honor to me getting to work like firsthand. This is like the first company I signed with getting to work with so many superstars that is it's an incredible feeling but particularly i learned from every single one of them like loki has an, a whole new level of professionalism and he is more of a you know how people some people in wrestling are characters like you know they're faking it you know that, right. that what they're doing is like something isn't clicking it doesn't make sense but loki is who he is in the ring and outside of the ring and it's impressive to see how there's nothing fake about that and i learned i learned with him like how like how it is that serious like this isn't a game this is our career so we have to take everything serious and you know i would say structure mainly i learned from him um la park is the most fun person to work with i feel like at this point we're pretty much family like we talk if not every day almost every week I say we talk less during quarantine which is crazy <laughs> because we were traveling all this time and I guess that that was why because you're traveling all, all over yeah. the world and you're like hey I'm doing this I'm doing yeah. that, and that and now it's like I go from here to there um 
but working with him has definitely been fun. Um, I get to see from him, I, I get to see a part that nobody else sees because I see the man behind the mask. Right. And Tim, it is like living with a superhero like type of deal. Like when we walk around and he has no mask and it was just us against the world, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like not, nobody even knows that that's him. It's like, it's like you're a part of this exclusive club in that sort of way. Yes. Because when we travel, I get to see like both parts. Yeah. I see like when no mask and then when he puts it on, it's like automatically everybody knows who he is. And, and is approaching him. Yeah, it's so yeah. cool. And with Conan, I would say he's been like the most, the person I've had the most dynamic with. Um, it's so easy to feed off of him. It's so easy to like, just say while out, say whatever I want. Because <laughs> sometimes I get like, I feel bad about some people. Because you know, you kinda, if you do research before you go in the ring with someone, you can get, you can kinda know how they are, their personality is. Right. So sometimes I feel bad. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't say this because this is just gonna hurt. Maybe I should just focus on this instead and say this. Um, but with Conan, I don't need a filter. It right. doesn't matter what I say. I know he's going to come back with something strong. I know it's probably going to hurt, but I know it's going to be worth it because our segments are always like full of energy and excitement. It's a different experience. What Jim Cornette, too. Oh, yeah, I can imagine as well. What kind of critique or advice has Conan given you where you're just like, you just saw things in a better, more clearer perspective? Um, he told me to like chill because <laughs> I was, that, that's like one of the main, I was going too fast all the time. I, I had too much to say. I wanted to get it all in. It didn't matter. And sometimes like I would, say things that didn't really need to be there like I was just going ham at all times and he was like hey come on you know really back like, a bit off screen you know he was like maybe you know I know you are like bad bitch and whatever <laughs> I, we under we understand but sometimes like there's things that need a different approach and uh, you know and I was like oh maybe hmm. maybe and he is right I mean, he has given me like other personal advice too in life and I feel like it's always rewarding and it, it's always something that I can't, I can't take. Yeah, like it's, it's especially when somebody has like, you know, somebody like Conan who has worked like literally everywhere and with like the biggest names and had like a really amazing career. So to have somebody import that knowledge into you is pretty awesome. What would you say is your favorite thing of being an on-screen character? reactions reactions definitely. from the crowds or from, from the crowd from the crowd because i you don't know like how good you are until people tell you and i learned this from like I, at one point in my life i was trying to rap <laughs> and oh it was awful but i just know that they said something like you you know when you're ready when the streets tell you that you are ready and that just means like when you get that reaction you'll know and there's nothing more gratifying to me than when my music hits, I walk into the building and everybody's ready to boo and throw shit. <laughs> and as soon as I grab my mic, I can just feel it. It's like a whole like love and hate relationship I feel from the crowd because they sometimes they laugh about what I say. Sometimes they're, they boo me intensely and I just never know. But 
the fact that they are reacting is what lets me know that I'm doing my job right. This is what I work for. What does your prep look like? Like before you come out of the curtain, what, what are you going through? Like, how do you prepare mentally? Like, Hey, these are my bullet points. How do you go about that? I think I'm the most extra person in the world. <laughs> I wake up early, I have my coffee and I play my opera super loud. And I make opera? sure nobody, oh, that's awesome. Yes. And I make sure nobody interrupts me. Sometimes I sing and it's not very good, um, <laughs> but I always sing my heart out. And then after I chill um, throughout my morning, I can go out to my meetings. So usually we have production meetings and go out throughout the whole day. Um, the prep is like, it's not like, I don't know if you've ever been at, at any of the shows, but I have like multiple outfit changes and it, everything is always like going, going in the back. Um, I do my own makeup. And that always takes me a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's a little carny the way wrestling is, but I wouldn't trade it for anything really. It's just special. It's, it's different. That's incredible. And now, you know, you mentioned that, okay, so working with MLW, the first company that you signed with, MLW has been presenting a pretty interesting product. They've been incorporating a lot of different styles, bringing in lots of different talents, and they've been making a lot of big moves, forming a lot of relationships and all of that. How does it feel for you to be part of a company that is actually uh, really striving to move forward and, you know, become like even bigger and bigger? Um, it's definitely a unique opportunity because um, I remember being there when MLW was just to be, supposed to be a one-shot thing. It was literally called MLW One Shot because it was going to be a one show for YouTube and MLW TV, which was like online streaming for five bucks or something like that. And we were all so down, so excited to do this show. And all of a sudden we get picked up on TV and it's like, what? And like all of a sudden I'm managing the Lucha Bros and all of a sudden I'm managing Parka and all of a sudden I'm managing Low Key and all of a sudden I have all these champions and all of a sudden <laughs> there's all this money and I'm just like, wait, this life is just turning out to be something crazy. And one day we have a TV, we have TV here in America, but then they'll tell us, oh, we're now in the UK. Uh, or we're now playing in Africa and I'm just like what and I don't really see it because I live here in America but then I go onto my website and I'm getting orders from Germany wow. I'm getting you know and I'm like okay and I start getting comments on my stuff but from there and I get messages fan mail and people from Latin America and they're like you have no idea how big you guys are here and I've gotten that type of message and I don't know it makes me want to go visit and see what happens you know it's one yeah. of those things that it, it, they tell me a lot of people are telling me oh everybody watches it here so I wonder what is it like going to a place where my show is what everybody's watching locally, you know? Right. That is really cool. And that's really great that you get to, you know, obviously with through social media, you get to have that interaction with people and that connection from people that you had no idea were even watching you. Uh, so yeah. that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, in terms of that now, so we're talking about MLW and all of the things that they've been doing. What would you say are some of your future goals, things that you want to accomplish? whether it be an MLW, whether it be outside of MLW, what are some of the things that are on your bucket list? 
Well, I would say that every wrestler's dream is to at least be in WWE once, you know? Even if they say no, like, that's that's a lie. Cause you're like, you're lying. Even, <laughs> how did you even hear of wrestling in the first place? Like, it's like exactly. one of those things that's like, you can't tell me you want to be a professional wrestler and you don't want to be in WWE. Like, that's crazy. But um, I would say that's like one of my more short term goals um long term i definitely see myself uh finishing my doctor's degree um i definitely want to do movies in hollywood i've always wanted to since i was a little girl and now it feels like more real as you know as i see everything else come together i was like okay well this taught me that dreams do come true and all i really have to do is keep trying and just not give up and and more of like reading it on quotes i'm actually living it so it's kind of yeah. like it's a it's an amazing experience i know people always say oh keep doing what you're doing keep doing what you're doing and you when you're the one doing it you're like okay well i'm doing what i'm doing but you don't see things happening but the next thing you know you're like oh man you know i yeah. kept doing what i'm doing and now things are actually happening so i think mm -hmm. that that's part of you know the process of of life i guess and that's really cool i like the fact that you know you're you're pursuing you want to pursue movies as well which you can obviously uh and school as well which is very very important to have both of those things um so okay Okay, our first portion of our interview is sort of wrapped up, but we're going to go ahead and jump into the game portion, which is personally one of my favorite parts of the interview, because what I do is I ask you 10 lightning round questions about yourself, and you answer them as fast as you can, as in-depth as you can, however you want to answer them. Uh, you are more than welcome to take liberty at those. Um, so here we go. Are you guys ready for lightning round with Selena Della Renta? Here we go. I'm laughing already. <laughs> Question number one. Favorite place to shop? Uh, Gucci. Number two. Favorite city to visit? Puerto Rico? Not really. But okay. <laughs> Question number three. If you could raid one celebrity's closet, who would it be? Uh, Mariah Carey's. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, number four. App you're most addicted to? TikTok. Number five, your favorite music artist? Pink. Number six, you've done tons of photo shoots. Which one is your favorite? Uh, money photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, your favorite movie? Um, the Heat. Number eight, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Check my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, favorite cheat day snack? uh tacos and last question number 10 your favorite animal sea star starfish nice. starfish <laughs> all righty awesome selena that was a lot of fun uh where can people follow you on social media and anything that you want to plug in go ahead and share it well my social media on everything is selena de la renta the spelling on that is s-a-l-i-n-a D-E-L-A-R-E-N-T-A. -E -E That's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, Cameo, Patreon, email. You're like, PayPal. all of them. <laughs> 
Awesome. Selena, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. It was a lot of fun just chatting with you. Guys, let me know what you thought of this interview. Leave a comment in the comment section below. Plus, do not forget to follow Selena on all social medias, her Cameo, etc., TikTok, you name it. Go ahead and follow her. Plus, do not forget to give this video a like. Subscribe to the channel for more interviews like this one. And until later, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone.